Welcome to the Curious Cowgirl podcast, where we are talking about all things travel and maybe some other stuff that I find interesting. Let's jump into today's episode. y'all. Welcome to another episode of the Curious Cowgirl podcast. I am so glad that y'all are here with me today because I am I am really, really, really excited about the topic that I want to share with you all because it really has brought back a lot of fun memories for me of my childhood and in a lot of ways is, you know, kind of a celebration of the culture that I've grown up in and have learned more about you know, kind of as a travel blogger. So probably a lot of you all know, if you've been following me for a while, that I am in Texas. And so when I named my blog and then my podcast, The Curious Cowgirl, that did that was not a mistake. That did, didn't just happen, you know, kind of out of thin air. It really was a reflection of you know, a lot of my personal history, and a culture that I'm really proud of and very interested in, and that is Western culture, Western heritage, cowboys and cowgirls. You know, I um, you know, I had probably my second pair of shoes was a tiny little pair of cowboy boots, and um, that's the same for, you know, my kids and, and my husband's kids. It is um, a part of both of our families, and so it's really fun for me to explore Western culture, cowboy culture, you know, kind of really examine the cowboy lifestyle from the perspective of a travel blogger. So today I'm going to bring to you all lots of different ways that you can also either participate in cowboy culture, you can learn more about the cowboy lifestyle, Maybe you're interested in the Wild West Cowboys, you know, kind of whatever your interest is. I've got several ways that you can really um, kind of get knee deep in cowboy culture. So I think I want to start with how you can really catch a glimpse of what today's cowboy culture looks like. And the best way that you can do that is by attending a rodeo. Um, So... Rodeos are really not, um, I I think, an event that takes place in certain parts of the country. I don't think in the Northeast or really kind of the um, Northwest, but, you know, certainly in the West and in Texas, Oklahoma and in the Plains, some in the South, rodeos are really, really big events. And so that is definitely an opportunity for you to see exactly what a real cowboy or real cowgirl looks like, you know, kind of in the modern age. So, let me share with you all some rodeos that are very well known and, and when they take place so that um, you can mark those on your calendar if you're interested in attending. So I'm going to start with a really big rodeo that's right here local to me, and that is the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. So Dallas and Fort Worth are really sister cities in a lot of ways. Fort Worth is about 30 miles west of Dallas. Um, I spent a lot of time in Fort Worth growing up. My mom is from Fort Worth and my grandparents lived there. And so I was there all the time. But 
We always look forward to the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo, which takes place in January every year. And it goes on for, I believe, 10 days. And um, it, it, it is really incredible. It starts with a big cattle drive and parade, and there are events every day and concerts and, you know, all kinds of things to do and see. Um, and, it, and it really is a lot of fun. Now, unfortunately, you know, like within the last 10 days, the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo announced that they have canceled the 2021 Stock Show and Rodeo, which takes place in January, unfortunately. But I believe that in 2022, y'all, it is going to come back bigger and better than ever. So I would for sure mark your calendar. But even if um, we can't attend the rodeo, I I want you all to um, not be dissuaded from going down to the stock show area in Fort Worth. If you happen to be visiting Fort Worth, it is a ton of fun. There's really, really good shops, really good restaurants, and you can still kind of get a sense of you know, the geography of it and the area. And listen, if you're going to go to a rodeo, you got to have a pair of boots and a hat. And I would for sure recommend that you find those essential (laughs) articles of cowboy or cowgirl clothing down in the stockyards in Fort Worth. There are some um, world famous retailers down there that will get you fixed up. And uh, there's great places to eat down there too. So um, love everything about the Fort Worth Stock Show rodeo and um and the area in general all right so moving on to another really big rodeo in texas and that's the san antonio stock show and rodeo and it takes place in february followed by the houston stock show and rodeo which takes place in march so fort worth is in january san antonio is in february i'm sorry january then san antonio is in february and houston's in march right now their websites are showing i'm I'm recording this podcast in september of 2020 right now their websites are showing that those rodeos and stock shows are still on and i am really keeping my fingers crossed that that is the case so san antonio is a fantastic city to visit um it you know it is of course well known for the alamo and the river walk which is a lot of fun there are great museums in san antonio um and then of course you know if you're interested in cowboy culture then you absolutely need to go to the stock show and rodeo so lots of reasons to visit san antonio i really i need to do like some podcast episodes just about san antonio there's so much to do and see there and then houston Houston, you all, is a massive city. It's bigger than Dallas, um, and there is so much to do in Houston. Again, I could do a whole series of podcasts on Houston, but their rodeo is in March. Real big deal, lots of fun. Um, You can also check out smaller cities and towns for rodeos. Um, So just to kind of help you understand the rodeo circuit in general, it's kind of like, you know, I don't know, you know, like how baseball has major and minor league or NASCAR has different levels, um, you know, kind of leading up to, um, you know, the big, the big, the big race or whatever. Rodeo is really similar. Um, there's different levels of rodeo competition and the, the men and women that you see participating in the really big ones started somewhere. Um, they started, you know, in smaller communities, smaller towns, and kind of worked their way up. And so, um, you know, rodeos are a lot of fun, whether they're really big or even small. And I will also say that rodeos are a very, very family-friendly event, can be a very family-friendly event. Typically, in most rodeos, especially the bigger ones, 
there are um, events just for kids that are a ton of fun where the kids can run out in the middle of the arena and there's some relays and some other fun games that they play and stuff that are real typical with rodeos. So, you know, that's always a lot of fun for kids, you know, after they've been watching all these events to have a moment where they can, um, they can participate. So highly recommend, um, to see the real deal cowboys and cowgirls, exactly what they look like in modern times. There's no better way than in a rodeo. So if you're not interested in a rodeo, you may more you may be more interested in kind of cowboy history and, you know, answering questions like when did cowboys exist and and kind of what was the progression of cowboy culture? How did that happen? Where did that happen? So there's some very very good museums both in Texas and outside of Texas that I will share with you all. Let me also note that every single thing that I'm talking about in today's podcast, I will um, put in my show notes so that you can refer to the show notes and you don't have to commit all this to memory or jot stuff down unless you just want to. I have everything in my show notes for you so you can reference everything I'm talking about there. All right. So, of course, I'm going to start in the state of Texas. And Fort Worth, you all, has two world-class Western Heritage, Western Culture Museums in their museum district, which, by the way, is fabulous all by itself. The two Western culture art museums that I recommend are the National Cowgirl Museum and Hall of Fame. Absolutely fabulous. Totally love this museum, as well as the Eamon Carter Museum. Those are both well worth visiting. Um, Fort Worth really has done a good job with their, um, their cultural district. And so, I mean, you could spend a couple of days down there. There are several other museums, but Staying with our topic today, I highly recommend those two museums. They're excellent. Another really good museum, of course, is in San Antonio, the Briscoe Western Art Museum. Well worth visiting. Absolutely excellent. And then the last museum in the state of Texas I want to mention has a personal connection to me and Will. It's the Bryan Museum in Galveston. So the um, president of this museum is J.P. Bryan, who is... um, related to Will through marriage. He's married to one of Will's cousins. And JP has um, put together an absolutely beautiful, what I would call jewel box museum. And when I say jewel box, what I mean is um, a jewel box museum is typically not a real big museum, but the collection is really excellent. And um, that is absolutely the case in the Bryan Museum. There's beautiful Western art, uh, both sculpture, bronzes, um, of course, paintings and um, you know, beautiful fine art like that. There's also a great collection of saddles and spurs, a lot of amazing artifacts related to Texas history specifically. Um, the museum is excellent and it's in a really interesting building that I believe at one time was an orphanage. Um, and it's been beautifully restored and is definitely worth visiting if you are in the Galveston area. Okay, so I am going to move out of the state of Texas um, into and across the Red River into Oklahoma. Um, I've really enjoyed exploring Oklahoma more over the last couple of years. I've got um, two kiddos that are in college in the state of Oklahoma, and so I have had a lot of reasons to go there personally. But professionally, last December, I was invited to explore Oklahoma City um, by the Convention and Visitor Bureau, and I 
was delighted to be able to experience the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum. In fact, Will and I just went back there um, a number of weeks ago. Um, actually, I went back there. Will had never been. And um, so it was fun to take him back with me. But you all, this museum, again, the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum in Oklahoma City, y'all, it is a knock-your-socks-off museum. It's absolutely fabulous. So there's a very, very large collection of what I would call fine art, um, you know, oil paintings, bronzes, lots of Remingtons, that kind of thing. Beautiful. There is a um, there is a whole um, area that is like a recreated western town it's inside and so it's you know like what a what a main street in a in a you know in an old west town would look like and so there's a barber shop and a schoolhouse and a a church and a dry goods store and all that and you can peek in the windows and they have um created really good vignettes inside that i mean is super interesting to kids and as an adult i totally interested walking through there um they also have really really interesting collections of uh, cowboy um, clothing, both hats and chaps and spurs, belt buckles. And it's interesting to see kind of the progression of all those things over time. They do a very good job in this museum showing you kind of an early example, you know, and then showing you how those styles changed over time. Um, there's a whole area dedicated to the rodeo, showing you um, different aspects of the rodeo, celebrating different um, stars from, you know, kind of early rodeo. There's probably my favorite part of the museum is an area that's dedicated to Western culture in TV and film. And they have wonderful exhibits full of movie posters and costumes and, I don't know, you know, kids' toys and lunchboxes and all kinds of stuff related to movies and TV shows and all that, um, celebrating Western culture. So I highly recommend this museum. It is, it is, it's really, really good. Well, we're seeing. All right. So again, moving away from Texas and moving way farther West, um, Will and I were able to experience three amazing Western culture museums in the state of Wyoming. So again, if you've been following me for a while, you know that Will and I took a really big road trip um, a couple months ago, and one of the states that we visited was Wyoming. We were um, headed into Yellowstone National Park, and so before we went into the park, we spent about 24 hours in Cody, Wyoming, and there are two, I'm sorry, there's one really, really good museum there. Um, There's several wonderful hotels and there's a lot to do in Cody. Um, but the, the Western heritage museum that you absolutely cannot miss is the Buffalo bill center of the West. So Cody, Wyoming was named for Buffalo bill Cody. That was his last name. And the Buffalo bill center of the West is a giant museum. Um, their website describes it as five museums housed under one roof. And so their collection includes, first of all, an an outstanding Plains Indian collection, absolutely beautiful um, ceremonial wear, beautifully beaded, um, lots of vignettes recreated so you can see how Plains Indians lived. Um, it, It really is a beautiful part of the museum. Love that. There's also a Western art, kind of fine art part of the museum, Um, that's very extensive, very impressive. 
Um, there's a whole um, wing of the museum museum that's dedicated to the history of the firearm, which is interesting. You know, very early examples to modern examples. And then there's an area of the museum that is dedicated to the history of Cody, Wyoming specifically. My favorite part of the museum was the um, area dedicated to Buffalo Bill and his life, his family, and the Buffalo Bill Wild West Show. Um, the artifacts in this part of the museum are, are just amazing. You know, there is a buckskin coat that Buffalo Bill wore. Um, Annie Oakley was made famous in Buffalo Bill's Wild West shows, and there's one of her outfits on display. There's amazing promotional posters that have survived showing um, how they were advertising the Wild West show, you know, in, um, in all kinds of languages because Buffalo Bill took a show you know, overseas. It really is fabulous. Really, really interesting. I highly, highly, highly recommend visiting the Buffalo Bill Center of the West if you find yourself in Wyoming. Um, Wyoming is a really big state, like the state of Texas. So Cody is kind of in the northeastern part of Wyoming. If you head all the way down to the southeastern part of Wyoming, then you need to visit Cheyenne. So I really could have talked about Cheyenne earlier in the podcast because Cheyenne has one of the oldest and probably most famous rodeos um, in the United States. It's called the Cheyenne Frontier Days Outdoor Rodeo and Western Celebration. And it's been going on every year since 1897, you know, which is amazing. Um Unfortunately, they had to cancel their big event in 2020. But again, kind of like the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo, I predict that 2021, Cheyenne is going to knock your socks off. And I personally would like to go back and experience Frontier Days um, Rodeo in 2021. I know it will be amazing. So on the grounds of the arena, there is a museum. It's called the Cheyenne Frontier Days Old West Museum. And So at the beginning of a lot of the really big rodeos, there is typically a parade and the parade um, that sort of ushers in the Big Cheyenne Days celebration has incredibly historic and wonderful um, carriages and wagons and all kinds of vehicles that are, you know, almost one of a kind. They're wonderful. And they are all housed in the museum. So that's real fun to go see that. Uh, The museum also obviously celebrates the Cheyenne Frontier Days itself. And so there's wonderful displays of, for example, the rodeo, Cheyenne Frontier Days Rodeo Queens, um, going all the way back to the beginning. And you can see their pictures. They've got Um, Some of the costumes that some of them wore, which I always think is super fun to see that. There's great displays celebrating um, big, you know, rodeo stars of the past. You know, Larry Mahan is one that comes to mind. It's a really fun museum. Um, I really, um, Will and I both absolutely enjoyed visiting that museum totally. Also in Cheyenne, there is another wonderful kind of Western Heritage Museum And it is another, what I would call, jewel box museum. So it's called the Nelson Museum of the West. Will and I actually were able to meet Mr. Nelson while we were visiting. He happened to be in and has an office um, there and, and, and was walking through. And we stopped him and visited with him. He was a super nice guy. 
So he has a very um, extensive personal collection. He's a really big collector, collector of Western history, you know, anything kind of related to cowboy culture, um, Mexican cowboys, black cowboys. Uh, he's got a massive collection. He also is a big wild game hunter. And so a lot of his trophies, um, as well as his collection, are all housed in this museum. So the museum is located in old downtown Cheyenne. And it's in a um, in a building that was a women's clothing store at one time. It's three stories. It's not a huge space, um, but it but but it's a very interesting museum for sure. So you can see again amazing um, artifacts from Plains Indians. He has a beautiful collection of war bonnets and um, ceremonial robes and that kind of thing. Beautiful. Um, there is a real big display of spurs and um, of some really famous saddles made by um, famous artisans who, um, if you're if you're familiar, you know, with saddle makers, he's got some incredible examples of highly ornate, beautiful saddles in his museum. A really interesting display of Mexican sombreros, again, kind of going through time. I've never seen a collection like that. It was very interesting. And then a lot of his, um, you know, kind of wild game trophies that have been taxidermied and are on display in this museum. It, it really is a great museum. He also has a, an interesting collection of militaria, a lot of um, firearms and uniforms kind of related to mainly the army out in the plains. And he shared with us that he has more in his collection than what's in, on display in the museum. And he has leased a space across the street from his current museum um, where he will be moving all of his uh, militaria and then bringing in a lot of things that are not currently on display. He said that he um, hopes to have that up and going in early 2021. So I um, would love to go back and see that collection. I'm, Will and I, as y'all know, are both really big collectors. And so I really appreciate um, seeing somebody else's collection. And I, and I really appreciate that his collection is in a museum, you know, so that we can enjoy it. You know, it'd be kind of weird if I showed up at the man's house and asked him if I could see his collection of spurs, right? So it's good that he's got them there. Um, okay, so we've talked about rodeos and we've talked about museums. And then the last recommendation I want to leave y'all with is a, a way that you can see Western culture set in a musical. I, I love a good I love a good musical, and I, I think I would be remiss as a proud Texan if I did not draw your attention to the musical Texas. So this musical is an outdoor musical. Um, it was originally um, the original um, score and, you know, whatever. Um, the original musical was planned back in the 1960s. And the you know, music and scripts and all that were created back then. So here's, here's what the musical is. So if you are, if you've ever heard of the Palo Duro Canyon, it's located a little bit outside of Amarillo, Texas, which is up in the Panhandle. The Palo Duro Canyon, y'all, is is kind of like the Grand Canyon, but it's not as big, which is why it's not the Grand Canyon. But it, you can picture the Grand Canyon in your mind. The Palo Duro Canyon would remind you a lot of the Grand Canyon. So there is an amphitheater built in the Palo Duro Canyon um, where you can watch the musical Texas. So it takes place totally outside 
Um, and it is an unbelievable production. You know, huge cast, wonderful music. They have a stagecoach and horses. They do a cattle drive across the stage. Like it is, you know, it is all the things when you think about cowboy culture kind of all tied up in a in a musical. And it's really, really good. So again, 2020, you know, they were not able to put on the musical in 2020 because it takes place only in the summertime. Um, and so there were not any live performances going on. But again, I predict 2021 is our year, y'all. It's all going to come back. And this musical, I'm sure, will be back and better than ever. It's a lot of fun. And this is a super family-friendly event. Um, and again, another fun way to experience Western culture and cowboy culture in the form of a musical. Um, all right. So I hope that this episode has given you some ideas of places that you can really see Western culture. And um, again, everything I've talked about, I will list in the show notes. I also have written two blog posts that give you a lot more detail about a lot of the things that I've talked about. I will link to those two podcasts, I mean, blog posts, excuse me, in the show notes. And um, feel free to click on those links and you can read um, those blog posts and learn a little bit more, see some images of some of the things I've talked about, and that might help you make a decision about where you would like to check out cowboy culture and Western culture on your own. All right, you all, I hope you all are doing well, and I will look forward to talking to you all again soon in another episode of The Curious Cowgirl. Y'all take care. Bye.